Hey, everybody. This is Anthony Thomas. All right. I know you know that. Let's just get into it. I don't want to do any long preamble. I just want to talk to you about people that get overly dramatic for no particular reason. You see it in politics all the time, but that's basically part of the game. You know, if you have if you name a bill or a law or something along that line and you have a name that somebody can take and exploit and play around with, they'll make it sound like you said something that you didn't say or people will intentionally take crap out of context. Don't worry, I'm not going to talk about politics. And so you expect it there. But the thing about it is sometimes people get overly dramatic in regular people's lives. And it's just really, really stupid. I'll give you a quick example before the other example. I call up a local pizza place, had a couple of relatives over. We were going to eat some stuff. So I made the phone call and ordered something for everybody. This one, you get to this, you get to that, you get to this, you get to this, you get to that. Okay. And the person says, okay, that'll be blah, 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 and 45 cents. Like, okay. All right. See you then. Click. But after the phone call, I mean, literally about five seconds, I went, oh, that sounds a little bit low. I hope I didn't make a mistake and forget somebody because that would be kind of bad because you know, I don't want to do that. So I called literally right back within about 15 seconds. I said, hi, hi, this is Mr. Thomas. I just called a couple of uh, seconds ago. Uh, could you do me a favor really quickly? Could you read that order back to me? I just want to make sure. Um, You know what? Um, This is getting to be too much. Um. You know, um, you're kind of scaring me right now with the order. You're scaring me, sir. You're scaring me. I'm not going to send my driver out. I mean, you're kind of scaring me. And I'm listening to this. And at first I'm waiting for her to laugh. I'm waiting for the laugh because I figure, oh, she's doing a little joke thing, you know, because I called a couple times this week and she recognized my voice. And I did joke with whoever I talked to on the phone. I don't know if it's the same person I joke with, but, you know, sometimes people on the other end of the line will throw a little personality in there. So I'm waiting for the waiting for the ha ha ha. Then I realized she was not kidding. And I said, I'm scaring you. Yeah. You know, sometimes people call back with the orders. And, uh, and I said, I said, I said, ma'am, I'm, I'm, I literally just call back because the number the price you said was a little, a little, a uh, little low. I mean, there's only two outcomes from this phone call. I'm either going to add more stuff and not change the stuff that's there, or it's going to be fine and it's going to be fine. Just, okay. Um. Oh God. Okay. Let me look it up. Uh, Bill, hold on for a minute, please. Hold on, Bill. Oh God. Let me see what's going on with this. Uh, you ordered a flip, the flap, a floop, a flip, a flip, a flap, a floop, and a floop. I said, Oh, okay, that's right. That's perfect. Oh, uh, you know what? Add a soda onto that. Oh, um, okay. Um, uh, so your address is still flappity flip, flap, 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 and your number is still flippity floop, floop, floop. Yep. Uh, okay, click. And the whole time I'm looking around, I'm going, what the heck was she? I scared her by calling back within 15 seconds, literally faster than she could have taken the order back to the cook. You, 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 you could have, you, he didn't have enough time to even start the order because I heard people around her milling around her, milling around her. And that means that most likely there was probably five or six orders before mine, before mine would even go to the cook. And as it turns out, they wound up making a little bit more money because I called back because I had, if I had not had the fear that I had made, uh, the, that I had messed up the order, they wouldn't even have gotten the damn soda. Right. So they actually made more money on the phone call. And the funny thing about it is I'm an even tempered guy and I really just don't give a crap as long as I get my stuff. But just think about it. Imagine if she had said that to somebody. Who was not as even tempered as I am, you know, somebody who was just raring for a fight. You scared me. Oh, so why am I scaring you? Huh? 
Well, maybe if you're so damn scared, maybe you shouldn't have that job. Maybe they should hire somebody that's not so damn scared. Okay, and then they start fighting. Oh, yeah, well, let me tell you something. Then all of a sudden, well, I'm not sending my driver, and I'm not sending you any food. So now the person on the other end of the line doesn't get the food, and the business winds up losing a customer. Because let's be honest, every time you call a pizza place, it's at least $20, okay? I've never called a pizza place, and they said, that'll be $4.08. It's never that. Every time that phone rings, it's at least $20, right? Overly dramatic on the other end because of something stupid. But that's not the only time I've had to deal with people being a little bit overreacting a little bit. But for those of you who've been listening to me for a long period of time, you know that I, I, over the past few years, I lost all my uncles. And so, I'm, and I don't want to talk about the sad part about that. You've already heard that at those episodes. But what I'm saying is that when I was visiting my sicker uncles, with my, my uncle who wasn't sick at the time, we would go in there and everybody looked at us like it was a Shaft movie. You ever watch those old movies where you could tell the villain just walked into the hospital to kill the hero? Hey, let me ask you a question. Um, do you have a uh, John Shaft in here? Oh yeah, John Shaft is in room 607. Oh, that's really great. We're really big fans of John uh, so 607 is at the back of the hallway, right? Oh, yes. All we in the back of the hospital with the windows open and there's so much traffic. I mean, I mean, I don't want to be weird or anything like that. But if you guys went back there and viciously beat him and took all of his secrets, we wouldn't even be able to hear it. That's very good news, nurse. Very good news. We're going to go back there and talk to John with the television turned up way too loud for what's appropriate, okay? <laughs> yeah, we have this thing where me and my friend like to talk to John, and we have this new game. We had this game we played back in the kids called Bang, 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 where we have these noisemakers that sound like we're viciously shooting him, but that's not really what's happening, okay? <laughs> By the way, when we leave, we're going to leave through that open window back there. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So they're looking at us like we're criminals. And then I realized something. You see, my uncle, obviously a quarter century older than me when he passed. Well, he was always a quarter century. I was about to say a quarter century older than me when he passed. Like he all of a sudden became a quarter century older. <laughs> he was always that. Okay, so he grew up in the 50s and the 60s. Okay, so let's think about this. Black dude, 50s and 60s. So you, you pretty much know he, how he was treated, right? And also back in the day, you know, people were, you know, were warring. I'm from this block. You're from that block. You know, beating people up and people getting stabbed and shot and that kind of thing. I'm not saying that he was a part of it, but we grew up. I grew up in the same neighborhood. He grew up in a quarter century later. And uh, well, not much has cha had changed at the time, if you understand what I'm saying. So he grew up in an area where you had to be tough overtly. So I know for a fact my uncles had to have whooped people's asses in front of people to keep from getting their asses whipped. And I know for a fact that they whooped people's asses because people will roll up on me going, yo, man, your uncles floop, floop, and floop. I'm like, yeah, they go, oh, okay, yeah, I remember them. Yeah, they good, they good. <laughs> and when I grew up, not a tough guy, uh, by any stretch of your imagination, like I said, same neighborhood. I grew up in the same neighborhood that they grew up in 20-something years later, and not much had changed at the time. So, of course, I had to for self-preservation, whoop people's asses. I got my ass whooped sometimes, and I whoop some people's asses. Same thing with them. You know, they got their ass whipped sometimes, and they whoop some people's asses. That's just the way it was. Nowadays, 
you know, kids uh, can't take an ass with them. I, I have friends where we literally beat the crap out of each other, whooped each other's asses, and we're good friends now, laughing and joking about it. Yeah, man, remember the time y'all whooped your ass? Ha, ha, ha. Remember the time you whooped my ass real good right after? Like, I whooped your ass real good, right? You got me back and whooped my ass, right? Then I came back and whooped your ass, and you came back and whooped my ass, right? Ha, ha, ha. And then we became adults and realized that's kind of stupid, and we're friends now. But dudes that whoop each other's ass now, oh, they can't take an ass whooping and then go back and give an ass whooping and go, well, I got my ass whooped. Maybe I deserve my ass whooped or, you know, he deserved his ass whooping and everybody's, well, he did deserve that ass whooping. And now what they do, you whoop somebody's ass, they blow your car up, shoot up your house, stab everybody, blow everything up, drive by with nine Uzis, blow up everything. What the hell, man? That being said, back to what I was saying. So my uncle still, even as an old guy, had that look on his face that you kind of had to walk around with for survival purposes. Nicest guy in the world, generous guy, give you the shirt off his back. I mean, he really was that dude. Actually, all three of them were that dude, you know. But the thing was, he had the leather jacket. You know, he had that, you know, that hat that you wear. You know, only thing missing was... Shaft. Only thing missing was that. Right. And I grew up in the 80s. You had to whoop people's ass. So I'm walking around with a look on my face like, don't try, don't try me. Don't try me. We both had our eras. Don't try me. Look on each other on our faces. But I know he's not a not a violent guy. And he knows I'm not a violent guy. I'm a nice guy. He's a nice guy. We know this. But when you look at us, when you looked at us, it didn't look like that. We look like, just like I described a little while ago, the two dudes coming in to finish a guy off. And the staff was looking at us. I mean, every single time. Okay, the first 50, 60 times we walked in there, you could see the staff on edge. And I'm not a big dude. And I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a, just a regular sized dude. And he was smaller than me. So I'm sitting there going, really? Two guys who aren't even close to six feet tall and we, we're frightening? Really? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> We walk in there, and you can see all the nursing staff is kind of like, okay. you hear the murmuring. Hey, and it would, the sound would change. You know, we'd walk, you'd be here, hey, nothing. And another thing, I'll tell you right now. I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? We'd walk down the hallway. And it, um, can I help you, gentlemen? Yeah, yeah, we're here to see, um, Bloop dee boop and bloop dee bloop, my uncles. Oh, okay. Well, that's great. Well, they're right down there. Well, he's right down there in room seven. Okay, and uh, you know, just make, but just you know, make sure you keep it down a little bit, you know, and uh, make sure because it's, it's it's you know it's a it's a quiet place, you know, and uh, you know we, we definitely don't want any trouble, you know, no, you know. Oh, uh, they trouble. There wouldn't be any problem. Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not implying that there would be a trouble or anything like that. I mean, I'm not really worried about trouble, seeing as how the police can get here very, very quickly. You know what I mean? Okay, I don't know why that matters. I'm just saying. I mean, no, no particular reason. I'm just saying that the police can get here very, very quickly. Like I, I'm just saying, like if something were to happen, or if uh, two guys were to start any trouble, uh, the police could get here very, very quickly, and we're very friendly with these police officers who are friends of us and very, very protective of the staff and the facility, and they would definitely not want anyone to cause any trouble, okay? So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get you a guest pass. I'm going to get you a couple of guest passes so you can go see your your relative, okay? Let's see. Let me look here in the drawer here. Uh, see, I see. I, oh, you know, I'm gonna have to put. I'm gonna have to move my vicious taser that I can get to very quickly. 
I'm going to take my taser. Mary, could you look in your desk and see if uh, you have any clips? Oh, sure, I look at my desk, too. Wait a minute. Oh, my goodness. Uh, um, you know, my taser that I could also get to quickly is here as well. Well, that's fantastic. Both of us are looking. We just, you know, for some reason, we're looking in our drawers at our really readily available tasers that we can get to quickly uh, and are very accurate with. And I'm going to see if I can find Bill back there. Could you do me a favor, Bill? Uh, do you know where the guest passes are? Uh, no, I don't really know where the guest passes are. Probably, you have them in the drawer with those tasers that you can get to quickly. Like if somebody were to, you know, start any trouble or anything like that. Because I have to make a couple phone calls. I have to call my karate instructor and thank him for the black belt that I got uh, recently, you know, and, and, and I'll tell him, uh, I want to let him know that I feel really good about the fact that I just won my third straight full contact karate tournament where I beat dudes up real good. And then, uh, you know, cause it's like, you know, I mean, I, I will beat up the dudes and then you guys would tase them while I'm beating them down. I'm just saying, but I, I but, but I, oh, wait a minute. I, I, oh yeah. I, I think I got some of the clips right here underneath my taser that I really don't need because of my black belt. And we're looking at each other like, yeah, these people are crazy. Ew. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you, that's only a slight exaggeration. But it took a while. And then after a while, the same people who are letting us know about their tasers and kung fu classes, all of a sudden, maybe on this 53rd or 54th time we were there, which took a couple of months, we walk in there. Hey, it's Anthony, Mr. David, what's going on? Hey, guys. Oh, yeah, what's going on? Oh, you don't need any guest passes. What are you, crazy? You go right back there, right? And we're like, oh, this is great. So we put our guard down. We're expecting the wonderful norm from Cheers reception that we started to get after the 53rd time there. And unfortunately, if you've ever worked in a hospice or one of those hospital-type places, sometimes you find when you go there, one of two things happens. There's always staff members that have been there their entire career. Sadie's been here for 20 years. She's retiring now and they have a party for the retiring staff. Or there's some young staff there who goes, I'm not doing this job. This job sucks. It's boring. It stinks. I'm tired of white people's asses. And then they quit. So there'll be times when the staff just completely turns over. And you walk in there expecting to get that reception. He's got his leather jacket on, his sunglasses, and his 1970s hat. I walk in there with my thing on, my look at, you know, and we walk in there. We're like, hey, everybody. And the people, uh, they all the people behind the desks are new. Oh, no. We got 54, 52 more visits because we got to flip these people. Because one guy, every all the people in the back are already started to dial the phone. And they're looking at us with look with fear in their faces. And the lady who gives out the passes. Hi, how you doing? I'm a new year. I just started working at this place. Who are you here for? We're here to see. Oh, well, he's over there. We, we actually moved his room. Uh, he's all the way in the back there. But, um, um. I'm going to get some guest passes for you. Uh, let's see here. Let me move the, I'm looking in my drawer right now. And uh, let's see. My throwing stars are here. Uh, my baton. Okay. My, uh, my Oh, there's a couple of tasers in here. You know, I, I, just, I just got this taser and I'm very, very accurate with it. Just wanted to let you know that for no reason. And, and from what I understand, the police really, really are super duper protective of the staff here. So we know. We know. Ha, 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 ha.
But sometimes, like I said, people overreact to things and they get really weird sometimes. But I'm proud to say that I do not overreact to stupid crap. I don't. I'm usually calm in most situations. And I'm sure as incredibly intelligent people with fantastic and over-the-top incredible taste in podcasts, because you listen to me, you too also do not overreact. <laughs> ah. I wonder if these people listen to me and realize that when they when they listen to this podcast on their phone, I could actually see them. I better not let them know that. They don't need to know that I'm actually looking at them right now. What? Stop picking your nose, dude. I mean, um, I can't see that. <laughs> I mean, mm. folks, this episode is over. Episode 406. Do me a favor, you bastards. If you love this podcast, let everybody know about it. Rate and review this podcast. Bring your butts back here every Monday. And please check out my second podcast called The S. Anthony Thomas Show. Google me, baby. Google me. I'm not hard to find. Much love to you, and I'll see you again next week. Bye-bye.